and welcome back to the Homeland Sports Podcast. I am your host, as always, Dylan Sanders. You can follow me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. With me, as always, is my co-host, Brandon Olson. You can follow him on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. And, uh, you know, we're we're big chilling on a, on a Wednesday night. Uh, oh, Recording a podcast. Yikes. <laughs> Big chillin' boy. Um Yeah, you're 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 hearing this on uh Friday morning. If I put it up on yeah, time. If I put it up on time or at all. Mm. Oh. Uh this is a thirty third episode, I think. Yes it is. Yeah, I know. I just typed it out. I'm trying to, you know, not be super. I like, know. I know everything. Brandon. I know, but but fuck it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Of course, I know. I'm just set up this entire episode. Um. So you know how we've been doing. There's not a lot of news to talk about in the NFL. Um. But the news that there is, we just don't want to talk about. Um, you know, we're waiting for solid evidence of anything um and even then don't like talking about them anymore you know we'll skim through it yeah um at best yeah uh the oh the one thing i do want to talk about this is this is i completely forgot about it until i literally just sat here um did you see the um the new orleans like radio show controversy okay so i didn't see anything with new orleans radio so once you said that i was like no (laughs) Okay, um, yeah, so there was a, uh, there's a host, Seth Dunlap, who does a radio, a radio show for, uh, the WWL radio station, um, and he is gay, um, and so someone apparently, um, either kind of hacked into the, the radio station or, we, it's not, it wasn't hacked. It was one of their like people who run the social media forgot to uh, forgot to switch their burner account. But he tweeted out, uh, "Which of these five overreactions isn't actually an overreaction?" And someone from the main account quote tweeted him and said uh, that you're a homophobic homophobic slur. Um, and then they went with like six hours without addressing it, and they refused it. Like, they haven't apologized to him or anything. And he's a he he has a show on their own station. That's that's nice of them. Yeah. Um. So a lot of people are really upset at them and going after them on Twitter a lot, rightfully was the, so. Was it the F word? The yeah. Slur? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So just uh, yeah. I don't. It just didn't even you know. It's 2019, people. Stop being like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. They're not doing anything to you. Why do you care? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, so I just want to uh, shout out Seth Dunlap uh, because he's a very, very good dude um, and very good at what he does. And I just, it really annoys me anytime I see, like, especially in the sports world, people, there's still a very big stigma around it. And people are very negative about it a lot, so it still just annoys me anytime something like that happens. So, uh, yeah, yeah, annoyed at WWL Radio for you know not apologizing or anything like that, or mentioning it for like seven hours. I forgot who it was, but there was a, a former NFL player that he tweeted out a couple weeks ago, and he's like, "Oh, there's an agenda in the NFL and NBA from the higher ups, to, basically to infiltrate the NFL and NBA with like gay culture." 
was what he was getting at. That he's like, oh, uh, one of his reasons was that NBA players now are leaner and shoot more threes, so that makes them feminine. And people were just like, what the fuck are you going on about right now? And he was talking about the fashion before games. It's just, I don't understand how how people still think like that. Makes no sense whatsoever. Um, yeah, so I have the tweet that they responded with. So this was like several hours several hours after the tweet disappeared. Uh, this is all, I think, still to this day, this is all they've said about it. This was a couple of days ago. This is all they've said about it. We are aware of a tweet that went out today from the WWL account. The content of the tweet is categorically offensive and abhorrent to the station. We are actively investigating this incident and will take swift and appropriate action once we determine how this occurred. I'm sure they will. Yeah. Um, this is probably like the, whoever like runs the station probably said it, and that's why they're not doing anything about it. Um, so shame on them. Shout out Seth Dunlap. And, uh, you know, people grow up. That's all I really need to say about that. Um, so we've been doing an NFL pick'em, NFL and college football pick'em now um, for a couple weeks since this week since since college football started basically. Um, and we went over the results last episode of last week, and we went over the uh, Monday Night Football predictions, which we're going to do every week, so so we can talk about pretty much every team. We, we're going to always talk about the Monday Night Football game on our Sunday show. Um, or Monday show. Yeah, Monday show. Um, and so the results for last week, uh, the first game was, uh, the Texans at the Saints and the spread was, uh, New Orleans minus six and a half. And we both went with New Orleans and we both lost. I mean, at least they won. Yeah, they won. The (laughs) end of that game was insane. Yeah, it was absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I loved it. Um, obviously, I f- I was at, I was at work whenever the game ended, like was about to end, and I got off with like three minutes left. So I went and like sat down in one of our massage chairs and like watched the game. And then it, like as soon as like the kick happened, I like literally yelled at the top of my top of my lungs in the gym. It was hilarious. Everyone looked at me, but I didn't I, care. I loved the game. I I like Drew Brees is my favorite quarterback of all time. So. I don't have a problem with them winning. I feel so bad for Deshaun Watson. Dude, those throws were insane. And then Romeo Cornell was just like, yeah, no, we're going to play prevent defense. (laughs) (laughs) What are you guys doing? (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, that was... um, Yeah, poor Marcus Williams getting suplexed like that, you know? That was pretty awesome. That was... uh, I refuse to decline on how I feel about that. Um, the next game, uh, we just need to. We we we're awful at uh, betting on NFL games. We should probably just stop. Uh, the spread was a uh, was Raiders. <laughs> I should just stop betting. Raiders, <laughs> Raiders in Denver. Um, Broncos and the spread was Broncos minus two and a half. And uh, I am on record as saying there's no way in hell that the Raiders are winning that game. And they were in control the entire time. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't that close. We both went with Denver. Um, We both agreed that there was no chance that the Raiders were going to win that game, and they won it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So we should stick to college football. They really pulled like the Madden cheese with Darren Waller, and they just fed him a little bit. Um, Works for me because I have him on my fantasy bench, and now people want him. 
Well, you're in a league with fa- you're in a fantasy league with like idiots. Twelve people. Yeah, didn't they let you pick up Marquise Brown and you're like last in the waiver? I was wire? the I was the end of twelve. I was like tenth on the waiver wire. Yeah, and you got Marquise Brown, so you're in a league with idiots. Yeah. Um. What's the, what's my team looking like right now? Um. This is the time to talk about this. I I drafted Tyree Kill, the second round. Um. I deserve it though. <laughs> for picking i mean you made a comment after the injury happened and it had me cracking i'm not i'm not gonna repeat the comment i i tweeted it out so you can oh okay so go ahead and say it why why would it be so bad i don't know i just don't want to comment on it but go ahead oh no yeah i know i said uh jalen ramsey gave tyreek hill the suspension that nfl should have and i was hysterically laughing yeah, <laughs> it was a good, it was a good joke. I'll, I'll, I'll take credit for that one. I was like, I thought it was a good joke. Um, so right now, me and Brandon are uh, respectively. I am sixteen and ten on the year, and Brandon is twelve and fourteen. Yeah, neither of us looking that great. I was looking good before Monday Night Football. I was at sixteen and eight. I was feeling good about myself, and now this week, there's I'm looking at all these games, and there's none I'm super confident about. Yeah, no, there's not. Honestly, the games that I chose for the spread were just games I wanted to talk about. Yeah, basically, same. I didn't, like, I mean, I almost picked LSU Northwestern just so we could try and Northwestern guess, State. So we can try and uh, get the uh, minus 50 and a half spread. Which I'm picking LSU still, by the way. I, I would also there. That's, in, I mean, it's insane that LSU's favored by 50 and a half. Um, so we can get into this week's, uh, it's going to be the errors, the first one we're going to talk about is going to be, uh, we'll start off with NFL. The- okay, okay, I'm pointing out real quick, not, I'm not even talking about that, I'm not answering that first, we're not doing that first mailbag question that Justin sent in. <laughs> oh, I'm going to, I'll mention it, you don't have to say anything. <laughs> no, I, I don't want to do it, because for the reason that I told you before we recorded, I didn't want to do it. Okay, okay, alright, <laughs> alright, alright. That's my reasoning. <laughs> um, number one, I thought was, I thought you were going to talk about you were going to mention the uh, the second NFL game on the on the on the schedule to talk about. No. All right. So the first game is going to be the Arizona Cardinals at the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, the spread Ravens. is Baltimore minus thirteen and a half. Yeah, I'm going Ravens. Yeah, I mean, I think we're both going to end up going going Baltimore here. Um, I think the Cardinals offense. They, they're too bad to go as fast-paced as they want to go. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's as simple as that. And the secondary for the Ravens is insane, even with Jimmy Smith getting hurt. Mm-hmm. It's a very good secondary, and I think they're going to watch now. Kyler's going to throw for like 800. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I think they're going to be able to force a few turnovers off Kyler here. Yeah, uh, Kyler, you know, he picked it up in the end of the last game, uh, but he was kind of getting manhandled by the Lions a little bit, and I think that the uh, the Lions are not as good as the Ravens. I think their pass rush might be better, but their secondary is definitely not even close. No, and uh, and on the the thirteen and a half really comes from the offensive performance that we saw, and. The Cardinals don't have Patrick Peterson. And yeah, good, good luck catching Hollywood. Good luck catching Hollywood. 
uh, who once again let my fantasy league let me pick him up when I was tenth in the waiver wire. I also don't know who's going to cover Mark Andrews for uh, for the Cardinals, or who's going to cover Willie Sneed, or who's going to cover Miles Boykin, <laughs> or who's going to cover anybody. Um, yeah, it's not going to be fun. I don't think. And I love that Lamar Jackson, like he had like six rushing yards. Oh, I yeah. love that so much. Just remember me like, oh, like he's a running back. He had six rushing yards. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Tyler. Tyler McClatchy tweeted out something like his his uh, his throw. Like it looks like nonchalant. Like he doesn't want to be there. He's just kind of like, like showing up, but he like flicks it and he throws it like seventy yards. But uh, yeah, no, he's not a quarterback. Definitely not. You know, never will be. No, he's uh, he's only. Uh, I was watching the mic'd up uh, from this week. It was pretty great. Um, it was uh, they were talking in the post game locker room, and they were like, "Yeah, uh, Lamar Jackson had a uh, hundred of uh, perfect pass rush, a uh, uh, perfect passer rating, and uh, he did like the the carrying the ball, um, like a running with the ball joke, and then he uh, of course." Still said, uh, yeah, you know, it's not bad for a running back. So I think he definitely has that chip on his shoulder, and it's working out well for the Ravens. Yeah, it's it's gonna be awesome to see how the rest of this year goes for them. But oh man, I, I mean, I love it. Yeah, like last year, like he was like twenty one. Twenty one year olds don't show up in the NFL and light it like don't light it on fire, especially like at that position. So I mean, he's he's grown already a little bit, and PFF. Like last year, he is like one. He had one of the best like twenty-one-year-old seasons of all time. Um, still, and so I think he's he's only getting better, and this season should be really fun. Uh, so we can move on. And the second game we have to talk about is going to be the Dallas Cowboys at the Washington Redskins. The spread is Dallas minus five and a half. Yeah, you can go first. You think yo? You want, I want you to go first. Okay, uh, I'm going Dallas minus five and a half. Yeah. I think this. I think Kellen Moore at offensive coordinator makes this team so dangerous, and I just don't think that Washington has the offensive firepower to keep up with them. So, when do you think Kellen Moore is going to become the head coach of the Cowboys? Hopefully, after this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's the writings on the wall that he's going to end up becoming the head coach. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to go Dallas minus the points again. We ag- we agree. Yay. Yeah, this is kind of like, not, I'm not going to say a boring week of football, but like, there's nothing crazy going on. Yeah, there's not a ton of games I'm interested in. The fourth NFL game that we're talking about, I'm interested in, but... Uh... Very much so. I'm kind of interested in this one. Uh, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Houston Texans. Houston minus nine. We mentioned uh, Deshaun Watson looked really good. Um, yeah, he looked really good at the beginning of uh, it, it, well, at the entirety of the Saints game. Um, even after he got banged up. Even after he got banged up, he made some beautiful throws. Um, that offense looks insane because you have to cover Hopkins, Fuller, and Kenny Stills. And when they have Duke Johnson on the field, he's basically a receiver. 
Yeah. Hey, did, uh, did you see? I we completely forgot to talk about this during the like the Ravens and uh, not in the Saints and Texans game. Did you see that they cut Aaron Colvin after yeah. playing <laughs> against uh, Ted Ginn? That's pretty funny. Yeah, and that's the thing that I saw a lot was uh, that people were pointing out that's why you don't have a coach make your decisions. That's what happens when a team doesn't have a general manager to think rationally. Mm-hmm. A coach gets pissed and cuts a guy, and it's like. Well, now you still owe him $7.5 million to not play for your football team, and you're still paying Clowney $7 million to not play for your football team. They need a GM in the worst way. Desperately. It's so bad. Um, yeah, and then, uh, yeah, so the spread is Houston minus 9. I'm going to go with Jacksonville on this one, actually. I hate that I'm agreeing with you. Oh, <laughs> my God. It's just the defense is really bad right now, or they looked really bad. They looked very bad, and uh, I just I'm in love with Gardner Minshew. I'm I'm going with Minshew mania, baby. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna not lose a game. He's going sixteen and zero, <laughs> fifteen and one. I mean, well until uh, until Nick Foles comes back. And I don't think Nick Foles is pl- I don't think Nick Foles is playing a snap a snap this year. That's my hot take right now. We'll see. He's uh, going from Carson Wentz's backup to Gardner Minshew's backup. He's lucky. I mean, Gardner Minshew is, is the yeah he's the he's the man of the people. I think there'd be they they would riot if they binged him now. Oh yeah, he's he's the guy, I guess. Um, and then so our last uh, NFL game to talk about this week. Uh, the New Orleans Saints at the Los Angeles Rams. The spread is. Los Angeles minus two and a half. And, okay, uh, I know, I know you're gonna want to go into your spiel probably about this. So before we do that, I'm just gonna say I'm taking Saints plus two and a half, and then you can go say whatever you want. So we agree on all four of these games. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I think the Saints are going to win this game because I think they're going to be so pissed. I think they're maybe not going to kick the crap out of them, but I think they're going to win this game. Um, I think that's what they want more than anything right now. Yeah, they, this this team is hungry, man. Um, I'm happy that uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, isn't, uh, his morale isn't ruined for the rest of the season by almost costing us the game. That would suck. Hey, if he was on the Texans, they would have cut him. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, he, he probably tried to cut him from the Saints. <laughs> uh he's just like no i they, i think the saints the saints uh, i i mean i'm going with the saints to win this one obviously um uh, i wouldn't i couldn't allow myself even if i thought the rams were gonna win i couldn't allow myself to pick the pick the rams here um but yeah i just uh, they need to figure out what they're doing in the slot because pj williams sucks <laughs> that's it that's pj williams sucks at football um, That's fair. <laughs> he's okay. No, he's good at football and within the first ten yards. If you get past him in ten yards, it's he's burnt toast. Um, Patrick Robinson has looked good, but he's also always hurt and not at the level that he was whenever we signed him last year. Um, they, they just need to figure out what they're doing in the slot. Von Bell needs to get an interception. He, he came. He got really close this this week, actually. Um, He's still waiting for a career pick number one, right? Yeah. He's been um, playing for like five years now. and he's This is his waiting. fourth year. Um, yeah. He's, uh, he, needs, he needs something. Uh, I, I'd like, what I'd like to see is try, I want them to try out Chauncey Gardner 
in the slot. Eat uh, Yeah, I mean, I just want to. I want to like. We need we like the Saints have never had a slot corner. What they need to do this year, they need to go undraft a cornerback. I'm. What I like the reason I had Chauncey Gardner Johnson really high on my big board wasn't as a safety or a corner. It was literally as a nickel defender. That's where I think he'd be perfect in. So that's why I was very high on him coming out of the draft as a nickel defender, not really as anything else. Can I can I say can I say Aaron Donald is scary, but the Saints' offensive line is amazing eric mccoy looks really good as a rookie ryan ramchek is the best tackle in the league without that without the one holding call that was i think it was a ticky tacky holding call too um i don't think he's even the best right tackle in the league who you have better than him mitchell schwartz is better than him i mean he held J.J. Watt to his first career game without a QB hit or a sack. I'm pretty sure Mitchell Schwartz, Mitchell Schwartz has never allowed a sack to Von Miller, and he plays him twice a year. I I would rather have <laughs> Ryan Ramchek on my team than Mitchell Schwartz. Man, he's young. I feel like you might be a little biased. I might be a little biased. Uh... <laughs> I, like, I, I don't think it's a huge difference. I don't think it's a huge difference. I just think no. Mitchell Schwartz is the best right tackle in the league. Um, but I think the Saints have the best line in the league. If if Eric Possibly. McCoy keeps up his play, it's possible. Um, I think it's way too early to tell. Well, I mean, I thought that before the season going in. Um, I might be a little biased, but Ryan Ramsey is really bit. good. Teron Armstead's fantastic. Um, I think the Rams have a really good pass rush. But I think they are going to be held in check. Held in ram check. <laughs> Looking for a new podcast uh, co-host. Hey. <laughs> um, yeah, and of course there's the whole thing that happened last last year. Um, driving this team who's full of emotion. And th- it's a brotherhood in that locker room. I mean, Eli Apple went from being miserable. Miserable. Uh, in New York, is like I think it was either Tyler or Ross Sweet. This yeah, like Eli Apple went from being miserable to New York, and then half a season in the Saints locker room is running across the field fifty yards to fight DeAndre Hopkins for suplexing Marcus Williams. Yeah, that's they, fair. I mean, that thing is like I know New Orleans is like a great team culture and everything, but uh, if you're in New York, like you have to be like built different to be successful. Because every little misstep, they're going to attack you for it relentlessly. And he, it just didn't work out. I also don't think he was mentally prepared to come into New York. And right from the get-go, it was just bad for him. I mean, I, I also just love his mom. Annie Apple fan, is a fantastic Twitter follow. Yeah, she. I forgot who... Oh, Bradley Roby's mom. Uh-huh. Uh, someone insulted Eli Apple and Bradley Roby, and they were basically just like, oh, like, your kids suck at football, or how are you happy and cheering them on, or whatever, and they were just like, our kids are in the NFL, balling out, making more money oh, you know, than you're he, ever going to see. So no, like, no, oh, the, yeah. This is Annie Apple uh, at Surviving in America. Surviving America, you know. Um, 
this is the tweet that you're talking about. It's such a good one. Um, it, the tweet was, Apple got Moss and Roby just got ran off of by a QB. Yeah, y'all having a good night. Laughing emoji, laughing emoji. And she tweeted out, Betty, Roby, and I raised two decent humans and young kings. We are blessed to watch them do what they love. Meanwhile, your mom is watching you smoke pre-used sidewalk wet weed. <laughs> yes. I saw that and I was like, follow. Immediately follow. <laughs> I love Annie Apple. She's fantastic. Um, so yeah, we, but we agreed on all of the NFL games, which is not good looking good for me. If I, if I'm agreeing (laughs) with you, I mean, yeah, no, how do we know it's not the other way around for NFL games? I mean, that's fair. We, neither of us have done good. So who knows? Um, so we can start off with college and the first game is going to be number 20, Washington state at Houston, the spread Washington, Washington state minus eight and a half. Um, I put this game on just because the offensive firepower in this game is going to be amazing. Oh yeah. Dana Holgerson versus Mike Leach is awesome. Uh, I think I'm going to go Washington state covering now. I just don't think Houston's defense can hold up. What I this is this is what happened last time. Um, Houston at Oklahoma, or the vice versa, whichever one it was. Um, I just think Derek King is a god, and him <laughs> and the combination of Dana Holgerson is fantastic. And I think Houston at home is gonna is gonna. I don't know if they're gonna win, but they are gonna be close. And I'm going with Houston plus eight and a half. Okay, finally disagree. I feel like college is where we're really going to disagree a lot. Yeah, NFL games are hard to pick against the spread. Yeah, because they're so good and they're so close that it's like, oh, I could definitely see this. I can see this going either way. But yeah, in college games are just because then you in college you have fifty point spreads, <laughs> which is what the Patriots at Miami should be. But honestly, it should be like ninety. It's nine. Yeah, it's minus nineteen. I think. It should be 90. Yeah. <laughs> um, so moving on, number six, Texas Tech at Arizona. The spread is Texas Tech University minus two and a half. I'm letting you go first. I'm not letting you just chase my bets and go the opposite every time. Okay, okay, okay. Well, um, I think we're going to agree here. I don't know. Texas Tech's really good. Um, I think they're, they're going to be good this year. Uh Khalil Tate, though, his offense is really good. This is rough, um, but I'm going to go Texas Tech. I'm going Texas Tech. I don't care. Uh, no, I'm going Arizona. Yeah, I, I, whenever I started talking, I was going Arizona, then I talked myself into Texas yeah, Tech. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I really felt like you were going Arizona. <laughs> I, like I kind of <laughs> talked myself into Texas Tech in my head. Um, I don't know. I think their team's really good this year. Um, and Arizona's kind of, kind of struggled. I mean, they lost to Hawaii. I think Texas Tech's much better than Hawaii. Um, yeah, I mean, Texas Tech has looked good this year, but they played Montana State and UTEP, so this is going to be their first test of the season. Yeah, but I mean, they looked good against Montana State and UTEP. Yeah, but at the same time, the most they've scored is 45. Uh, Arizona scored 38 week one and 65 last week i think this is going to be a very high scoring game i just think texas tech's going to end up squeaking by 
and it's a very close spread, so I'm just going to go with Texas Tech. That's fair. It's basically my line at that point. Um, And then moving on is number seven, Florida State at, well, not number seven, not ranked seven, (laughs) Uh, our seventh game, Florida State at number 25, Virginia. The spread is Virginia minus seven and a half. You picked this game, right? Because I feel like I wouldn't pick a Florida State game. Oh, no, I definitely picked this game mainly to talk about... um, The tight end lining up backwards. (laughs) That was (laughs) hilarious. No, um, I went to school with someone on Virginia's team. Bryce Perkins? (laughs) No. Uh, Terrell Chapman. Oh, yeah, you've told me about this. Yeah, no, uh, he started out at Arizona State for, like, three years, and then they never really used him. He was, like, a three-star recruit or something. He never really used him, but then uh, he went to Virginia, and the coach was like, yeah, I don't know why they never use him. The dude's really good at football. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So he's finally reaching his potential. Makes me happy. Scored a touchdown last week. He's, He's playing a lot of snaps, getting a lot of targets. Um so I'm happy for him, and uh, I Bryce Perkins is really good at football. I was like, I don't know, I don't know if he's really good at football, but he's good at college football. As I said, definitely don't think he's really good at football. He's really I'm good going, at college football. He's he's good at college football. Uh, I'm not a fan of his at all, but I'm going Virginia minus seven and a half. You got me fucked up if you think I'm going Florida State. No, oh, and, and I I knew you were going Virginia, so we agree. It's the next game you picked. We gotta talk about this guy. <laughs> what is the what is the, the the abbreviation for Arizona? AZ. Is it? Well, I meant like for Arizona, like for betting spreads. Oh, I think they go AU. Yeah, Arizona University or whatever. Or, or UA University of Arizona. Yeah, UA. Under Armour. Two and a half. Um, all right, Florida State at number two. Oh, no, never mind. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing my mind. You know, yeah, before we recorded, uh, Dylan went to say that his brain died, and instead he said, instead he said, my bread. And uh, <laughs> we knew it was going to be a long night from there. <laughs> um, the next game is going to be Arizona State at number 18, Michigan State. The spread is Michigan State minus 14 and a half. What dude didn't you want to talk about? I hate you. Uh, Brian Lewerke. I did not want to talk about him at all. Uh, I still don't want to. I'm making you talk about Florida State and Brian Lewerke. And I was nice. I gave you the Saints. Like, I was being all friendly. I, I literally you know. almost picked the Toledo game, by the way. I don't know why you do that. It's uh, um, living football. Alright. Uh, <laughs> don't they play like Murray State? <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. They do play Murray State. I remembered Murray State um, because last week they kept up with Georgia for like a quarter or a half. And I was like, oh, oh. And then they lost 63 to 17. Oh, man. If Toledo loses that game, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> Toledo's definitely losing that game. Um, but I'm, okay, I'll go. I'm picking Arizona State to cover. So am I. Uh, stop, man, this is going to be a boring week. I'm not going Michigan State. I don't trust them to win a game by 14 against no, a Power 5 uh, school. Against Jalen Daniels? 
And the main reason I'm picking is Jalen Daniels. You know, Benjamin. Jalen Daniels is a dude. You know, Benjamin needs to play good in this game. He's 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 on the verge of going to my stock down. He's not really doing. He's not doing much. He's not looking that great. I know, but um, I, I think he'll probably wake up against Michigan State. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think he needs to play good in this game, uh, and I think he will. And uh, I'm I'm close to picking Arizona State to win it outright. Um, I I just don't think that Michigan State's offense is going to really be able to stay 14 points ahead against uh, Arizona State's offense is really good. Yeah, I don't think Michigan State's going to be able to uh, to hold that big of a lead for the or at the end of the game. All right, number nine, Florida at Kentucky. The spread, Florida minus eight. Which one are you? Get? Which one? What are you taking? Honestly, I think even if I wasn't a Florida fan, I'd be going Florida here. Um, mainly, well, obviously, yeah, mainly for the reason that Terry Wilson's out for the year. So, yeah, I'm, Terry Wilson's the quarterback for Kentucky. For people that don't know, and uh, this offense wasn't. That. Did you not know that? No, it was a joke. <laughs> Jesus, um, yeah. This offense wasn't good with Terry Wilson. It's not going to be with good without Terry Wilson. Um, you know what offense isn't good? The University of Florida. You're just not going to say anything? Nah, good vibes only, man. <laughs> good vibes only? Um, Felipe Franks looked good against uh, UT Martin. Tennis- yeah, Tennessee Martin. <laughs> UT Martin. Um and I think that's about the level of defense that Kentucky's bringing. Um, I don't know. I uh, that's I did not like Kentucky's defense either. I, like the one game I watched them play. Uh, actually, I wasn't going to say it, but you already brought them up. So the game I watched them play against Toledo, I did not like their defense at all. I thought they let Toledo get away with way too much. And if you can't stop... Toledo's playmakers after losing their big three that went to the NFL last year. I don't know how they're going to be able to stop Florida's receiving core, especially because they brought back their top six receivers from last year. Yeah, um, I I'm going Kentucky. That's fair. That's fine. Um, I don't know. This is you know this is a rivalry game. Um, and you know what they say about rivalry games? Throw out the record books. Um, and it's a new game every time. And I think Sawyer Smith is going to come in and light up the, the C.J. Henderson. Cornerback uh, <laughs> cornerback five in this class. Mm. That, was a, that was a joke. Um, it's cornerback <laughs> four. <laughs> I, I actually... Um, uh, is he playing this week? He got, he got dinged up last week. Oh, so. I didn't know. I didn't pay attention to Florida UT Martin. I'm sorry. Uh... It says he's doubtful. Uh huh. And Kadarius Tony is out. I did know Kadarius Tony is out, so I'm definitely picking Kentucky to at least keep it with an eight at home against uh, uh, an overrated Florida team. All right. Um, I think Florida is going to win by like ten, twelve. I don't think it's going to be a blowout at all. Mm-hmm. I just think it's going to be more than eight. Yeah. Um. And then our last game of the day is going to be number nineteen Iowa at Iowa State. The spread Iowa minus two and a half. I'll let you start with this one. Yeah, uh, this is actually my game of the week for the Big 12 preview that I'm putting out uh, tomorrow. Well, it's, well, the I, game I, of I, the, it's the game of the week. 
Okay, well, I also put it as my game of the week. I mean, uh, it's college game day. Yeah, no, I'm not going by that. I'm going college by what Ames I think the day. best game. I think it's going to be the best game of the week, too. Yeah, uh, I'm... I think I'm going to go Iowa here. Uh, I really like both of the teams, but Iowa State needs to go into triple overtime against Northern Iowa. I don't, And then they had a bye week last week, so we're not sure how they're going to do, but Iowa's also been, or Nathan Stanley, at least, has been lighting it up so far. Uh, six touchdowns, no picks, almost 500 yards in the season. Amir Smith-Marset is finally performing. How, uh, how he should be, and I just don't trust Iowa State at this point. Um, I am actually gonna go Iowa State. Uh, they, yeah, they needed. They, they, I think they're upset with themselves that they needed uh, three overtimes to beat Northern Iowa. They had a bye week to think about it, and then they got they they got knocked out of the top twenty five on a bye week. So I think they have a chip on their shoulder. Um, coming off a of bye week, yeah, actually. And um, with some I rest, so. uh, playing against a, a, a number 19 <laughs> Iowa and uh, one of my favorite rivalry names, El Asico. Um, great uh, great rivalry name. I just I love it. Um, I love the, the trophy names, the Cyhawk trophy. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I, think, I think I'm going Iowa State to win this one. That's fair. This game, I'm so looking forward to this one. Oh, yeah, it's going to be great. Um, so, yeah, that does it for our our uh, picks of the week. Yay, mailbag time. Yay, mailbag time. We got some people writing into our mailbag. Why did you put Mike's as two separate questions? <laughs> did I? Oh, because yeah. I just I wanted it to fit there's, all at once. There's just there's just two question marks. I don't know why you put those two oh. separate questions. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's just the same question. The first question comes from a loyal listener, Mike Spencer. Um, is Deshaun Watson the unluckiest quarterback in the NFL? Hey, he, uh, he has had several amazing games, only to lose because of the rest of the team slash coaching fails him. Uh, I don't know if I'd say he's the unluckiest. But I'd say he's been put in a shit situation since he got drafted. Uh, I'm glad to see they're finally doing something to help him out on offense, getting Kenny Stills and Laramie Tunsil. Uh, I, I don't know if I'd say he's the unluckiest, but he's definitely one of the unluckiest. I'd agree with you there. I think the unluckiest quarterback in the NFL is uh, Drew Brees. I knew you were going to say that. Um, I, mean, I mean, it's Drew Brees. I mean, he would be, I think, the undisputable GOAT if a couple of seasons went by where he won a ring uh, because of uh, some very unfortunate playoff circumstances. Like, the last five five times the Saints have been knocked out of the playoffs, it's been something really annoying that knocked him out. And, like, it could have gone either way. It just didn't go their way. Um, and he's never won an MVP. Um, and I think because anytime he has a historic season, which is pretty much every season... Um, someone else does something slightly better. And I think it's ridiculous because he's won Offensive Player of the Year awards before. Yeah. You're giving the MVP to a quarterback. Just give it to Offensive Player of the Year. Just make it that one award. Yeah, it's the same award, really. Um, <laughs> if you're going to give... Off- I mean, I think they should be separate awards. You just shouldn't give Offensive Player of the Year award to a quarterback. Yeah, no. Um, I do think 
that maybe Alex Smith has been unluckier throughout his career. Uh, he de- he was dealt really a ton of bad coaching staffs at the start of his career. And then with the end of the 49ers, he was playing well. They were winning games, and then he got concussed. Kaepernick took his job. He went to the Chiefs and was playing great. They drafted Mahomes, traded him to the, to Washington, and then he snapped his leg, and now we don't know if he'll ever play again. So I think he would be unluckier than Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, yeah, I think that's fair. Those are they're all they're all unlucky. I'd say. Yeah. Um, and then the uh, best question I think we've gotten yet. Uh, oh, yeah, this is from, fun. <laughs> from Ross Jackson is uh, if the thir- if the current thirty two starting quarterbacks were pit against one another in a Royal Rumble, um, one who gets eliminated first? Um, I'll, I'll I'll say it. It's Eli. Oh yeah, it was one hundred percent. I'm one hundred percent gonna say Eli. Uh, yeah, I think it has to be Eli. Um, if it's not Eli, I would say someone like Kirk Cousins, maybe. Uh, I don't think Kirk Cousins would fare well in there at all. I already have my um, last two picked. It, okay, uh, I'd say it's Eli or Kirk Cousins. Maybe um, Andy Dalton. It's definitely Eli or Andy Dalton, I would say. <laughs> um, yeah, it's gonna, Eli is like, if, if you've ever watched NFL, there's, uh, the, not the NFL, uh, it, the Royal Rumble, it's, there's always like one person who goes in, like hops in, kind of confidently and then gets thrown out immediately like within like yeah. two seconds and that's going to be eli um who gets thrown through a table uh tom brady i was gonna say kyler murray because i think that he's tiny enough for someone to just launch him through a table well i think tom brady is uh i'm thinking of in terms of like royal rumble cliches uh there's a guy that everyone always hates and immediately gangs up on and i think people want to get their frustration out of uh getting destroyed for two years not two years 20 years um by tom brady uh and you know i just think they're just gonna gang up on him and throw him through a table my logic behind it was that the announcers tables it's not like way back in the day like they're not right next to the ring anymore they're about mm-hmm. 10 feet away <laughs> so i feel you gotta be able to launch someone 10 feet <laughs> so, Kyler, so, Kyler Murray's like hornswoggle whenever he got it, whenever he got yeah, it into the yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking. They just chuck Kyler and then he lands him through the table. That's it's a good uh, <laughs> it's a good answer. Um, who's the th- surprise thirty third that shows up halfway through? It's Taysom Hill. I was gonna say Andrew Luck. <laughs> oh, he's someone. Someone always comes back from an injury. That's true. Yeah, someone always comes back. I remember I was actually like at Royal Rumble in like 2006 when like John Cena came back from the torn pack and interrupted, and that's what would happen with uh, Andrew Luck. Oh, you mentioning that? Uh, I'm okay. No, I'm changing my answer. It's Brett Favre. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely Brett Favre because um, there's always like, of course, like the throwback. Like it's like the the old wrestler who wants you know get one yeah. one last in. The um, Jimmy Snooker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Superfly. Brett Superfloss Farf uh, comes in randomly in the middle uh, and then gets knocked out after two after the crowd got their ovation in. Um, I need to hear your last two standing. My last two standing is Cam Newton and Josh Allen. That's that's a good one. Um, uh, because you just I'm just thinking athletic freaks. 
Yeah, I was thinking actually, uh, Big Ben was going to be one of mine. Uh, he, <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, he is good at doing stuff against people's wills, such as throwing them, <laughs> so throwing them over uh, outside of a ring. Uh, it's funny because one of the reasons I was going to say was he's gritty; he'll get what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I'd, <laughs> I'd say Ben and Cam Newton, probably. I'd go with those two. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, that's fair. But I'm, I'm Good saying- thing we're not talking about AB today. <laughs> Listen, this, the Steelers would never have anything to do with uh, anything like AB is going through. Um. <laughs> The last two standing, yeah, I'm going. I'm still sticking with Josh Allen and Cam Newton. Who do you have winning it? Um, I have Josh Allen. I have Cam Newton. That's fair. I mean, Cam Newton's like the obvious choice, but uh, you know, I mean, the, the my dub- final two are Cam and Ben. That's fair. In my final two, Josh Allen, he's probably wearing shorts. He looks good in shorts. Cam Newton, um, doesn't have the grit in him to win. I'm surprised you didn't pick. Okay, all right. Let's add it on to this. Who is that guy that starts the match and lasts forever? Um. Ooh. Ooh. I have two choices for mine. That's a good one. I have to think about this. I have two choices for mine. One of them is Russell Wilson. Okay. Yeah. Russell Wilson. No matter he's, what, he's at the end. Yeah. Yeah. No matter what, he's always there forever. Oh. And Matt and, Stafford. Uh, uh, my second one was going to be Gardner Minshew. <laughs> okay, okay, Gardner. Min- Speaking of like class, classic people, he just looks fi- fifty-seven, and uh, <laughs> he's definitely getting a getting an invite in. Um, it's definitely not going to be Alex Smith. I'm going to see if I could uh, if I could contact Gardner Minshew on like Twitter, or Instagram. I'm going to try to get him on. Oh my god, he's so <laughs> I just love Gardner Minshew, man. Minshew He's mania, so cool. whole nine, did whole you, nine Minshews. Did you see the? Uh, I forgot what it was that he does like elastic arm works. He <laughs> yes. used to do elastic yeah, arm workouts. You ever either naked or in his jockstrap in the locker room at Washington State? <laughs> my like that interview is great because it's like yeah, he said sometimes you'd walk in on uh, doing him naked. He's like yeah, but I'm, I'm mostly in my jockstrap. He's like but you'd be naked sometimes. He's like yeah, there's a couple nakeds. <laughs> I love Gardner. I hope he wins MVP. Dude, he's <laughs> the MVP in my heart. Um, That's but true. congratulations on Josh Allen and Cam Newton winning their separate Super Bowls. I mean, uh, Royal Rumbles. Cam Newton would never win a Super Bowl. He's not willing to dive on a fumble for See, it. See, that's, that's the reason I have him not winning. <laughs> he doesn't want it bad enough. He doesn't enough. want it bad enough. Josh Allen. Honestly, I just didn't want to reward Ben. I wanted to make the I wanted to make the Ben joke, so I put him in the final two. But I didn't want to reward him with the win. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Um, if I was gonna have my last two, I think if 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 I had kept Taysom Hill, it would have been Taysom Hill and Josh Allen at the end. I would have had <laughs> Josh Allen winning, just, just because fair. Taysom Hill is so versatile. But Josh Allen's just huge and fast, and looks good that's- in shorts. Great in shorts. Great in shorts. That's my favorite part about him. Um, he's gonna win a Super Bowl for for Buffalo. I'm convinced. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, Before the Jets too. I hope the Jets never win. 
not even because I hate the Jets, because I hate Justin. Same. Uh, <laughs> he would become insufferable if they won. They made it to the AFC Championship twice, and he's like, they're so good. It's like, well, no, they're not. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine, like, being happy you succeeded with Mark Sanchez. Yikes. <laughs> even uh, though Sanchez didn't even do it. It was Thomas Jones and Ladanian Tomlinson. Uh, so uh thanks for listening everybody um you can follow the show on twitter at <laughs> thanks for listening everybody awkward pause <laughs> you can follow the show on twitter at whole nine sports you can follow me on twitter at dilly sanders you can follow brandon on twitter at wns underscore brandon please come talk to us and uh give us stuff to talk about and do because we're uh no lives who are on twitter 24 7 that's um, a fact that's a fact <laughs> uh i'm never not on it uh, it's a problem, but you know it's not really that pro- that much of a problem because it's uh, how I get my it's news. The, it's the problem and the solution. All right, <laughs> <laughs> leave us a review on iTunes. Dylan's uh, looking for a new podcast co-host. <laughs> follow us on Spotify. Uh, tell your friends about us, or don't. Uh, do what you want. Do what you want. I don't care. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna talk into this microphone twice a week, no matter who tells me. Yeah, we don't. Uh, there could be nobody listening, but you know what? We're going. I'm talking <laughs> to this microphone, um, and now I get to go play Madden against Julio Jones. So, who's the and real we're winner? Gonna, here? We're gonna have to suspend him again. So. <laughs> All right. Bye bye, everybody. Have good. Have a good night. <laughs> have a good night. Um. <laughs>